Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Good morning. We are finally getting to the Dig a Bits for month three of our study. This is for the November study. I think we are around November 17th as I'm recording, so I'm a little bit behind, but I hope that you have gotten to at least maybe look at some of the pictures from Israel because they are very much related, I believe, to our study. But we are going to talk about the Father of Mercies now from chapter 3 in our God of All Comfort study. And I'm just going to dig right into the questions because I want to get to number 3. And in order to do that, I need to look at the first two. The Greek word for mercies, of course, is oiktirmos. We're talking about the Father of mercies from our text. Blessed be the God and Father of, of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we might be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. So from that, we're taking, we're just extracting the phrase Father of Mercies for our study this month. And Mercies means he's the father of oiktirmos um, from the Greek. And it means compassion, pity, mercy, bowels in which compassion resides, a heart of compassion involving emotion and longings and manifestations of pity. Our God champions all that. He is the father of all of that for us. And we read Luke 6, and we look for a form of that Greek word in that passage, and that is verse 36. Be ye therefore merciful, even as your Father in heaven is merciful. So if if we look at that, what we want to do is try to make application in our lives. That's always the purpose of digging deep. So we want to try to make application in our lives. So I wanted us to look in this passage in Luke and find, number three, the practical application of this term. So we're going to look at verses 31 to 36 in Luke chapter 6. I know that you've already finished this one, but we're just going to make sure that we're on track here. And then the next time I'm going to try to cover uh, a little bit more from questions maybe uh, 5 through 8. I've had some questions about that, some people who have really been digging on those questions. So I wanted to make a few comments about that. But for now, we're in Luke 6, verses 31 to 36. And let's just read those together. It says, As you would that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. The golden rule. For if you love them which love you, what thank have you? For sinners also love those that love them. And if you do good to them which do good to you, what reward have you? For sinners also do even the same. And if you lend to those of whom you hope to receive, what thank have ye? For sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again, wanting to get back what they've given. 35. But love your enemies and do them good and lend to them, hoping for nothing again, and your reward will be great and you will be the children of the highest. For he, remember the father of mercies, he, is kind to the unthankful and to the evil. Be therefore merciful as your father also is merciful. So when I read that, I learn that there is a progression here. I want us to see that. Question four says in this passage, we learn that being merciful like the father of mercies has to do with the recipient of the mercy. 
has to do with who we're being good to, who we're being, who we're showing pity on, who we are opening up our bowels, if you will, of compassion to. It has to do with the recipient because sometimes the recipient might be our friends. And, and what God is saying is what uh, the Holy Spirit is telling us here through Jesus is that when we lend or when we have pity on or when we have compassion on our friends, we're doing what most people around us, the general population does. But what, of course, Christianity is always the sanctification. It's always being set apart from the world. It's always, always being different in, in some degree of good or being different in the avoidance of evil. That's sanctification. And so how do we apply that with regard to being merciful? Well, the verse here says that mercy in the God extreme means extending mercy even to our enemies, being compassionate, being showing pity on and being kind to, showing compassion on, being good to, rendering evil, rendering good to and lending to, even our enemies in this context. But I wanted us to notice the progression here in this passage and try to find ourselves. I want Cindy Colley to look at the passage and say, where am I in Luke chapter 6, 31 to 36? Notice that there's a progression here. Jesus said, if you love those who love you, what thank or what reward or how different are you? So, do I love those who love me? Is that where I am? Is that as far as I've made it down the road of mercy? So, I'm going to say, yeah, I, I love those who love me. Notice the progression. And if you do good to them who are doing good to you, what reward do you have in that? For sinners also do the same. If someone does good to me, am I willing to turn around and do good to them? Well, yeah, most of us have already arrived there. And if you lend to those of whom you hope to receive, what thank have you? When I offer hospitality, is it so that I hope that that person will be my friend and invite me over too? Is that what I'm hoping? Am I hoping to develop a friendship where I receive something? If I'm lending to someone, am I hoping to be paid back with interest or when it's my brother or sister, am I willing to just help that person? So where am I on the road? If I'm just doing good to those from whom I hope to receive something, then that's not sanctification. That's what the world does. Now notice the progression. But I want you to, verse 35, love your enemies and do them good and lend, hoping for nothing in return. And your reward will be great, and you will be the children of the highest, the Father of mercies. For he is kind to the unthankful and to the evil. I want you to notice the progression here. We can be people who are good to those from whom we hope to receive something. We can be people who are good to those who have given us something. But next, he says, God is kind to those who aren't even grateful for it. He's kind to those people who never say thank you. That's a step further. If I'm willing to be kind to people who never acknowledge that kindness, that's one step further. Am I there? But then the final step 
is those people who are malicious toward me, those enemies, those people who not only don't say thank you, but those people who turn around and do me evil when I have done them good. So there's a progression. Where are you on the spectrum? Are you the one who does kindness, hoping to get something in return? Are you the one who does kindness even when not acknowledged? That's the second step. Or are you the person who does kindness, who extends kindness and gives mercy, even when someone is backstabbing you, is doing evil to you? That's where we want to get to. That's the goal. That's when we, we never arrive at the place of Calvary, but that's when we are like Jesus most in this life is when we can extend kindness to someone who is harming us. And that is, in fact, what this passage began with. That is the golden rule. It's not do unto others as they do unto you. That's not it at all. It's not do unto others, even if they fail to thank you for doing it. It is the ultimate. It is do unto others, even your enemies, as you would have them do unto you. That is our likeness. That is our striving to be like the Father of mercies. I hope you have a great day.